Today on another Sports Bite Fry episode, JLo and I are sitting down preparing for the AFL Fantasy Finals. Only four weeks left in the regular season. Still got the real AFL Finals to go, but from a fantasy perspective, we're down to a do or die stages. If you're in your league finals, make sure that you check out the big Sports by Fry Fantasy Finals Primer. Um, I haven't posted it yet, but by the time you watch this video or listen to this podcast, it'll be out there. Um, even if lockout's already started for round 20, there's still three weeks left of the final, so make sure you check that out. But without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. What is up, AFL Fantasy fans and Sports by Fry fans around the globe? Thank you for tuning in. My name is Fry, this is JLo, and we are sitting down discussing our trades ahead of a big round 20 on the eve of AFL Fantasy Finals. You are not in any finals because you didn't join any leagues or anything? Mm, no. No open leagues or anything like that? Like the West Coast fans I am in the something? West Coast one. I don't know how it works, so... I think it's just like a big... Like, you can anyone can enter, so yeah. it's an open field and... Wouldn't be finals, right? No, no, yeah. no, so, no finals for Jared. I'm in a few in draft, but not too many in classic. Right. So um, I'm still playing for overall rank. Still lots to play for for the last uh, month of the season. So let's dig in. A um, few big headlines and breaking news, I guess you could say. How about Tommy Lynch wanting out of Gold Coast? Yeah, I think that was always... always like, it was pretty obvious, I thought. Like, the longer the season progressed, it just kind of seemed like it was inevitable. I think from almost from the get-go, it just felt like he was gone. Like, I never thought he was going to stay. I don't know why. It's, it's very feeling. You don't really see it in that scenario where a lot of those dudes, especially like young key forwards, stay. You're like, last year, Brisbane yeah. lost that Shacky bloke. Boyd. Yeah, I'm sure there's a couple of others I'm th- forgetting. Someone yeah. left Brisbane and went to Collingwood um, previously as well, I'm sure of it. Yeah. I can't remember off the dome, but yeah, it seems like young for key forwards... Quite often they'll spend like their rookie deal for like three or four years mm. at a certain spot and then shoot back to their home well, state. Feels, so yeah, a bit of a feels, kick in the guts for the Suns. It's a mental, I think it's a mental thing like you're young. Like I think about it now, I'm 25. I, if I was a 19-year-old a kid who's just got like $100,000 and got moved across the country, yeah. I think I would have been fine, but I can understand why it would be so hard. You definitely so. see how it would be... Uh, yeah, a it's, difficult, it's difficult one of those time. funny ones where it's like, is it the player's choice, is it the team, or should he be a professional? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Although, actually, now that I do say that, a couple of times uh, players do stay. A very famous man named Matthew Pavlich once uh, turned yeah. back in his home state. Pav was a bit older when that was going down. I think it was true. It was a different generation, kind of. Yeah. yeah, it was a different generation, too. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Anyway, enough about uh, Tommy Lynch. Time to dive into a little bit of fantasy news. So... Um, oh, these were going to be shout-outs, but we have to lead off with Nate Freeman and Alex Johnson, who combined, I think they've missed 4,000 days of footy, oh, yeah. um, and they're finally returning to the field this week. So Nate Freeman making his debut after being drafted by the Pies, I think, in 2013, um, and Alex Johnson's been out since the 2012 Grand Years, I think. So, okay. yeah, Welcome long back, time. 2012, 2013 seems like a lifetime ago, so imagine... Yeah, trial like for that whole duration of time, trying yeah. to play AFL footy and not being able to crack through until now. It's it would, a it'd fucking be ass. Oh, I tell you what though, getting paid a hundred grand a year to do it would be fine. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, 
do whatever. I'll play VFL for four straight years until no. I break through. No worries. I, but well, for two years they would have just been sitting there injured, like yeah. re- rehabbing. Which it would is have been tough, but yeah, still, of course. It is just nice to see those guys get out of the park after yeah, dodging some injuries. So yeah, good on them. I liked Freeman when he got drafted. I, I didn't. Re- I never crossed my mind that he got been injured for like yeah. five years. But yeah. Good on him for finding me. Um, Nate Freeman's in my team already. Actually, I traded him in a few weeks. Are you having as well? Going. I'm getting it this, week. this week. Okay. Beautiful. Well, speaking of this week, let's dive into team selection. So, as I said, um, off the bat, Freeman and Alex Johnson are in. Let quite me just a, quite a few debutants. Yeah, it's almost like, like it's comeback round. It's that time of, that time of the year, though. I True. think where they'll we're going to blood debutants. Those ones you want to play the last three or four games. Get a month of games into someone yeah. or try or something different. Yeah. Um, Tactics, that's what I was looking for. Mm. Um, so, let me just whiz through all the team selection news, just very quickly. Um, starting with Ripper game, Friday night, Cats versus Tigers. Tip? Uh, where is it? I'm G. pretty sure it's at the G. Uh, for, I'll go and upset the Cats. I'd so like to see go. the Cats get up, especially because I tipped them to win the flag, and at the moment, they <sighs> don't look like they're going to make the A. Oh, well, they're right on the borderline, but yeah. I think the Tigers will get up, but... Uh, Ryan Abbott's going to be making his debut as well. Yeah. I've got him on my bench as well. Uh, downgraded Oscar McInerney four weeks ago and brought him in. So yep. all of a sudden, I have two extra playing emergencies, which is a bonus. Yeah. Um, the only other news fantasy-wise from that game is Quinton Narkle being rested. So oh, yeah, that's, right. that's going to hurt a few people, especially on their bench. Jermaine Jones coming in for him, though. True. Um, and on the Tigers' side, Menadju and Lloyd are in for Broad and Prestia. Draft, maybe. Um, Hawthorne Essendon no chase for the Dons and very little change for the Hawks O'Rourke goes out and Morrison comes in Waite is back in for North Melbourne Sean Higgins is out which is a bit of a bummer because he was looming as like a real um, what's the word I'm looking for real not risk but a real gamble roll the dice trade target Jared Waite just quietly might not be a bad option up forward if you've still got a spot for him because yeah. they've got a nice run home yeah if he can kick a couple of bags we saw what Hawkins has been able to do for the last few weeks when he's yeah. getting on the end of some footy so right. although Higgins out of the midfield probably does yeah you got to wonder who's line. kicking in the ball it doesn't, doesn't <laughs> come too good um, on the other side of the coin Brisbane Lions, that's who's uh, clashing with the Roos. And your boy, I'm going to butcher it, Brandon Stravich. 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 I don't know how to say it. I just think he's going to be a gun. I think he's going to be a genuine superstar. J-Lo's called it. Keep your eye on uh, him. I think he's priced at about 230, 240. So it's a bit awkward. He's like 10th or something. He could be a starter for next year if he doesn't go up too much. Hopefully he plays his game and that's it. Um, no change for Port. Big changes for Adelaide ahead of the showdown, though. Uh, Dude, Ellis Yolman, McKay, and Brody Smith back from his ACL. Um, are the four ins with Cheney, Jake Kelly, Mitch McGovs, and Paulie Seedsman with his hamstring injury out. Um, St Kilda, as I said, Nate Freeman's debuting. Dave Armitage, Hunter Clark, and Jimmy Webster are also the ins with Gilbert, Marshall, Savage, and Mavuela out. Don't know many of those dudes apart from Freeman. Nah. And on the dog side, Again, pretty, um, pretty, yeah, standard. I'll move on. I think uh, Ling John could be a uh, fantasy play. Okay. No, I don't really. Yeah. I've always liked Ling John though. Had I a, do. Always had a rough run with injuries. Yeah. Didn't he like miss out on the grandy because of his collarbone? Yeah. Didn't he break it in one of the finals? Yeah, the prelim. That's think. right. Yeah. Poor Ling John. Yeah. Do like him, so yeah. Hopefully he has a goodie. Um, massive changes at the Swans game as they clash with Collingwood. Four ins, four outs. Uh, Colin O'Ruiden, Riordan, Riordan however you pronounce it. He's probably the biggest omission from the Swans lineup. You've got him, don't you? 
Uh, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. I'm really lucky that I didn't do the O'Royden and Crips trade last week, even though it would have got me 160 from Cripper. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, Jack Magden making Magden Magden making his debut for uh, Collingwood, and Braden Sires coming back in at the expense of Jeremy Howe and Matt Sharonberg, who did his ACL. So Howe's concussed as well. Yeah, could yeah, Jeremy yeah. Howe halfway through the year was looking as a top six defender. Yeah. So. Buck said he should be back next week, so he could be a sneaky play if Kate Simpson stinks it up a little yeah, bit. But um, he's yeah. been going bad though as well. Simpson or how? How? Yeah, I wouldn't he's be doing it, it, but um, yeah, it could be potential trade target if you want to mix things up a little bit. Um, from the Giants side, now these are the um, Sunday squads, so they have not been finalised, but. There's about 19 players coming in. Adam Bonner has been picked to make his debut. Cameron's a pretty interesting in there. True. Lucky Keith might still be on a few people's benches as yeah. is Isaac coming. Um, with Tim Taranto, a big out. Oh, what um, did he do? Don't know, just as injured. I haven't uh, dug into it too much, Maybe to be honest. training or something. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of um, a precautionary rest type mm-hmm. thing before the finals, but I could be wrong. Um, Sunday squads. They've got to make the finals first. Yeah, that's true, actually. Well, they're sitting... I think they're sitting fifth, but it's only oh, up to percentage. Right. Yeah. Or like, no, they have a draw with Geelong, so they've got two points clear yeah. of like sixth and seventh, I think. That's right. Anyway, yeah, tough sledding uh, for a final spot. Yeah. This could be the week that we see Michael Barlow. Considering everyone else, it's come back round, we've got all these feel-good stories, surely Michael Barlow comes in, right? No. No way. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> I hope he does. Why the fuck are the Suns not playing Michael Barlow? Let's just talk about that, because just quickly, I know it's not really... I mean, it is fantasy relevant, because... A lot of people drafted Barlow maybe with their second pick in draft leagues and things like that because he's got forward status. It looked like he was going to be the top scoring forward. I think I said he would be at my uh, lead-off for the season. So I just I don't understand why he's not in their team. They're trying to you know teach the younger guys or show them how it's done. He's he's not like that bad a player, right? Well, he's he got ninety touches in two weeks in the in the kneeful. Yeah. If you get 50 touches in the reserves, you play elite. A lot of people say that the Neeful's not a real competition because some of the numbers are bullshit. But if you get 90 touches in any competition, I think you deserve a promotion. Yeah, fair enough. And he kicked a bag of goals. It makes no sense to me. Um, Especially as bad as the Suns are going. Yeah, it's it's not like they're... I can maybe see the side of it like not playing Barlow and playing the kids because you want to get rid of Barlow because he's old, but he seems like he's, not his prime, but like just past it. You're probably in what, late like 20s, early 30s? Like kids going out there and getting whacked every week doesn't help anyone. Like no, you need, you need those, those veterans and that leadership. Yeah, and like how to deal with getting whacked, how to bounce back. Yeah. Like anyway, it makes no sense to me. Um... So yeah, Barlow could probably come in. And I want another forward option to bloody buy. There's only three at the moment, so a fourth would be nice. Yeah, like, right. Spice it up a bit, you know. Yeah, there's uh, slim pick. Actually, the forwards you could throw a little bit of a blanket over almost everyone. It's a bit of a mess. Um, Same up back as what I would just all over the shop. Oh, I think with the back there's like those six dudes. So even that, but then they're yeah. having bad runs at the moment. Well, yeah, I've got all six at the moment, yeah, and there's two seventies sitting on the field. So yeah. yeah. Um, Back to teams. Sorry, um, we'll that's all right. Yeah, this turned into a long episode, but that's all right. It doesn't matter. Um, Stephen May, Swallow, and Rory Thompson are the outs for the Gold Coast. Not really any other relevant ins. Few young dudes. Um, and on the D's side, Jake Milksham is out with a few other people into their squad to be finalised. Last game of the round could potentially decide a lot of uh, fixtures for a lot of people, and that is the Big Western Derby. Um, JK at this stage has not been named in. Yeah. 
But Shui, Jeddah, Liam Ryan, yeah. and Archie are. Um, I'll just quickly have a look just to see where those dudes are named on the ground. Cam Sutcliffe is the only omission for the Dockers. Um, what's his name? Harley Bennell didn't get up. Oh, did we he? thought this would finally be the week. Apparently, had a tiny complaint. Oh, no shit. Yeah, but he should be right for next week, so I don't know what the fuck's going on with Harley Bennell. Who knows? Um, don't know why it won't let me show the teams, but surely Shuey's in, right? Shuey's in, yeah. Well, he only missed because he's birthed his kid. That's what I thought. Week, so yep. He'll be in. Um, and then Ballas, Crowden, Brady Gray, who... Where's he been all year? Just been playing in the twos and injured, I think. Remember how we used to love that dude, like this time last year? I really like him still. I want him. I want so him to do get I. up for you, blokes. Yeah. Like, for, yeah. Except I hope he has a shit dirty. Honestly, yeah. Um, and Cam McCarthy and Tabernard, the twin towers down at Frio, are coming in to kick a winning score. Of the two West Coast boys, it's Jetta and Shuey who are named on the field. Yeah. No, there's a Ryan and Achi seem like they'll be the emergencies. Um, Ryan's still just slowly playing his way back in. So, yeah, that's uh, all the team news, really. You weren't really burnt by any omissions Just there. Royden's the only one. Yeah. yeah. I can cover that easily, so that's good. Yeah, I don't think I had any outs. Maybe a few, like, rookie shuffles. As I mentioned, I had a few dudes who are named now. Yeah. Um, so, with that said, what are your trades looking like this week? I'll go for one double downgrade. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've done it in, in like, ten weeks. So yeah, right. it's probably due, and there's a f- quite a few good options coming in. So, I'm going downgrading... Uh, I think it was going. Oh, it wasn't a Royd, and I was. I'll have to get him up. But I'm going Freeman and Starevich in. Okay. You say his name. Oh, you're bringing Starevich. Yes, Starevich for for Rioli and and some. Oh, Crowden or something. Like that. On your field? Both on your field? No, no. Neither will be on my field. Okay, so a bit of a money play this it's week. So money play. I'll have five hundred k next. Week, so that is handy. Yeah. So it's good to make two big splashes and then finish the year strong. Yeah. And hopefully, get rid of some. Just, well, hopefully get rid of all my rookies yeah, on nice. my field up next week. So I'm uh, in a little bit of a different position after this week. I think that Paula Hearn is probably the only dude on my field who classifies as a rookie and mm. like a not good choice. I've got a few questionable dudes in my midfield, but I don't think I'm going to be able to chop and change that too With much. With Higgins going out, Hearn's probably still a safe option True. this week. You probably at least get your 80. Well, before we wrap up, I'll touch on a few of the pressing questions that a few people hit me up on Twitter and bits and pieces. Sure. But um, And Hearn is uh, definitely in that discussion. But I'll be keeping Hearn and I'll be trading, I think from memory, who is, I don't know, I'm ditching someone in my defence to get Kane Farrell. Okay. Bloke who made his debut last week, only because he's gone up like 10k yep. and he was named, so I, was like, I don't care if he sure. plays or not. My check's in, so he'll be my emergency at that spot. And then uh, using that money to throw on top of Nicky Walters to get Jack McRae. McRae okay. Instead of Patrick Cripps. Mm. Probably the biggest question this week in the fantasy world is Cripps or McRae. A lot of people are tossing up that decision. Mm. Um, I've dived into the numbers quite a bit, and I think I'm just siding with McRae. And to be honest, I don't really have a huge uh, reason why. A bit of a gut feel. He was on fire before the injury. I think that Cripps, after his last two or three big games, is probably now going to get a little bit more attention. Could be wrong. Mm. Um, they've got the Giants this week. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he, you know, there's, their midfield and their engine room, as you've said before, is pretty top-talented. So I think he'll struggle a little bit. Probably still go like 115, 120 or whatever. The thing with the Giants midfield, though, is they don't run have a run with players. True. Cornelio is the closest they've got. And you saw West Coast t- tore them up. Like, yeah. like Shuey and Gaff both had big games against them, which yep. is why I wouldn't be so worried about Cripps. But like you say, he's sort of a gut feeling on the McRae one. I'd probably go with Cripps because I, 
I trust his tackling a bit more because yeah, he's always going to be in and around those blokes like the, that GWS um, midfield who's going to get tons of the footy. Yeah, you know he'd probably end with ten tackles. You know. Yeah. But like you said, it's a it's a gut feeling for McRae. It's half a dozen of one and six of the other in my yeah. mind. I mean, there's a few different ways you can go about it, but at the end of the day, they're both awesome dudes, and getting yeah. either one in is probably a good feel. Just getting up, just yeah. getting up the fixtures. Um, both of them have pretty cruisy runs home. Yeah. The Blues have Frio, the Bulldogs, and Adelaide after the Giants this weekend. So um, Bailey Banfield's probably the only like tagger per mm. se that'll maybe do any damage. And when yeah. I say damage, Tom Mitchell did one sixty on him last week. So. Yeah, that's it. And then um, still, still a rookie. Yeah, from the Bulldogs' perspective, they go up against the Saints this week. So Jack Steele might give a bit of attention to McRae. Yeah. And then they've got North. Mm-hmm. They could get Benny Jacobs. And then they've got Carlton, probably no one. And then Cripps. Richmond. Yeah, Cripper versus McRae, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, I think the ben, ben, I think the Ben Jacobs, he's out though. Yeah, yeah. that would have put me off. Even North put me off a bit. They yeah. scare me after Same, last week. Yeah. That well, you look at everyone's scores if you go to the game logs, and every time it's North, it's like a huge, like 30, 40 points less. Yeah, they're just they're devastating. I don't know how they do it. Um, I really like North. Though. Yeah, and what they do. Yeah, sticking with North. Paul Ahern, again, one of the biggest names talked about this week. I will be keeping him, and I will be uh, probably fielding him for the rest of the season, to be honest. Because, and I know that traditionally trading a rookie into a premium is the way to go, and I agree that that's a smart play. But Ahern is, like, and we say this about a few rookies each year, they're not really scoring like rookies. Yeah. You know, like, people who score 85 plus, now Paul Ahern's probably only done that twice or three times, but... He looks like he could do it for the rest of the season, which is important. Um, those type of players, you know, you don't need to trade them out. The guy who's leading, or maybe like third now, he's got Tim Kelly in his team. Has mm-hmm. that all year. Imagine yeah. if you had have done that and you had to just bank the safe 90 or 80 each week. Yeah. So I think that's a smart play for the finals as well, is yeah. keeping a herd and banking that 70. Now, you'll probably maybe get a 50, but you might also get a 120 one week as well. And so you look at Higgins, Higgins going out, like we said. More, more minutes in the entry. And, and they're sort of in a in that tight position, so you feel like the shin bonus spirit might just shine through and hopefully get them up in a few like close games, and yeah. that might boost those those fantasy rankings a little it's bit true. as well. Yeah. Um, last thing, you don't probably... Oh, we could do it next week. You don't have uh, Steph Martin to Bre- Brody Grundy in your trade plans? Uh, it's maybe next week. Uh, it's It depends on how people go this week. To be honest, there's big, more glaring areas of need. Yeah. Although if Martin keeps giving me 80s and Grundy keeps coming out 120s, then it's worth doing Over the last month, um, I think <coughs> off the dome, Brody Grundy's averaging like 20 points more than Steph. Yeah. Yeah. So... Even though neither of their draws look super appealing, and I think they play each other next week, the week after. Um, yeah, even though their draws are looking a little tough, I think you have to have Martin into Grundy by the end of the year if you're in one of those luxurious positions. Obviously, in a perfect world, we'd all love to be at that stage of trading, but um, yeah, there's sometimes fires that we have to put out. But if you're in that position, I think don't even hesitate twice. That's probably my favourite like trade upgrade of the week. Sure. Okay. Um, but... For me, I have to get rid of Vicky Walters, so I'm not doing it, but maybe next week. Hmm. Um, cool. Pretty much it. Uh, before we go, a couple of birthday shout-outs that I've got to give, of course. Uh, oh, Mum's hitting me up. She's uh, here in four days, actually. My mm-hmm. parents visiting me in Toronto. Pretty exciting. Um, so, happy birthday to Chris Porzingis. 
oh, yes, great so future of the uh, New York Knicks. Scary that a seven footer has an injury. It's not anyway. It's not injury. A seven footer who's built like this. Anyway. Yeah. Golden Tate, Detroit Lions wide receiver, yeah. who won me a fantasy matchup last year. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Golden Tate. You retired now. No, I don't think so. Oh, he's still in no, he's still, still, still playing. Okay, my bad. Um, we'll probably... Oh, I'm going to transition, I think, into doing a lot more Friday, uh, Fantasy Friday videos when the AFL season wraps up. And in that, I'll talk a little bit about the footy in the off-season, but I'm going to be doing a lot of NFL and NBA stuff. So if you're looking for something to do in the off-season and you're bored during footy, that's honestly how I started doing NFL Fantasy. And it's heaps of fun. So um, as that fires up and gets closer to kick-off, then I'll start up a few leagues and... Hit people up, but make sure you uh, give that a go. A couple of other people, Sammy Worthington, famous Aussie. Oh, yeah. What's he? When was the last movie he not was in one? Not that Avatar. Long, no. <laughs> he was in one that came out like four months ago or something. I saw it on one of the video streaming sites. Yeah, right. New releases, but I'm not watching it. No, I hope you well, Sammy Worthington. Uh, last, certainly not least, uh, Edith Cowan, the <laughs> namesake of my former alma mater. Um, happy, I think, 150, yeah, something like that, uh, birthday. Good luck for the finals. They're here. Um, a lot of people will be in the race for a Premiership Cup, and those people still uh, chasing overall rank. It's not over. There's still a month of the season. Just, so. just quietly, what's your overall score? Oh, good question. Because I was looking at mine, and I was like, I wonder where I'd be if you plug an extra week on. Well, I, funnily enough, in my notes somewhere, I need to find it, but I have written down... How many points I had scored when you yeah, when you start your um, when you started your team? Oh, for fuck. So about three thousand. I have scored thirty three thousand thirty eight thousand. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've got thirty five. Oh, that's interesting because I think from memory I had a two thousand five hundred point lead on you or something like that from when we started. So you kind of level peg, almost level peg with me. Well, yeah, I just I'm just kind of I'm on like fifty three thousand. Or something ranked. I'm just like, oh, I wonder if I'd actually be twentieth or something. Yeah. You know? So anyway, well, what we might do is we'll have a look at our scores and see how the last month of the season unfolds or mm. something like that. But yes, good luck for round twenty. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me, JLo. Um, make sure you check out the AFL Fantasy Finals Primer on SportsByFry.com. Otherwise, until next time, peace.